Greetings and welcome to Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am a citrus fruit. <laughs> you are. I can see that right there. Uh, yes, and welcome to another episode of Soundography, uh, where we talk about the entire musical library of a band or an artist and uh, talk about our, our, our feelings uh, as we listen to these, the entire library from start to finish over the course of a week. This week, our subject is Lemon Demon. And just getting into it, I thought it would be hilarious if, even though it looks like it's spelled Lemon Demon, if they said the actual pronunciation of our band is Lemon Demon. <laughs> like Lehman Marcus? Like Lehman Marcus. Lehman Demon. Oh, we're gonna, who are you going to go see tonight? Oh, I'm going to go see Lehman Demon. Anyway, okay. So please, tell, tell us how we arrived at Lemon Demon. Over the course of soundography, my, my kid have had my my older kid specifically has had an impact on the bands we've done specifically panic at the disco and uh fallout boy are the two that that sydney had a a large hand in helping guiding guiding us into them and uh oh and 21 pilots so the three of those she had a huge impact on getting us to those bands and for better for worse uh we did them and there are still songs of theirs on my phone that I like and or not like. I just can't mm-hmm. seem to get rid of them. Uh, anyway, so as Audrey has started listening to more and more music of her choosing and developing her own musical tastes, I've been given a wide swath of bands to pick from. Uh, uh, and the two that keep coming up are Mother Mother and Lemon Demon. And I don't know anything about Mother Mother. But Lemon Demon, I knew about because of the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny or whatever that, sure. that song is, because it's viral as hell. Mm. And so I said, okay, we'll do that. So as per request from my now 14-year-old daughter, we are doing Lemon Demon. <laughs> now, is she also the one who not just would suggest songs, but also would give you feedback when you're listening? Yes, saying like, she's the one. Oh my God, this movie just makes me, or this song really makes me angry. Yes, <laughs> yes. Music. When we were listening to... Uh, uh, Primus. She said this. We were some song came on. She goes from the back seat. She's like, this song makes me frustrated and angry. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's the, the true words when I was spoken. There have been a lot of bands that we've listened to that make me frustrated and angry. Speaking of that, the new Metallica yeah. album is freaking amazing from start really? to end. Every note, every song, it's all just great cool all right putting it on my list to it is uh so good awesome all right i'm in i'm in like flynn yeah um i also need to listen to the, the new uh, depeche mode too but uh, i haven't done that yet i either. bet you it will not quite as be as aggressive as the new metallica is it probably will not make me frustrated and angry <laughs> is what you're saying metallica did not make you frustrated and angry no they really did well no not frustrated no but some of it maybe you could angry. still work to Metallica. You could not work to Megadeth. I could not work to either one. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. I, I'd even have a hard time working to uh, to something moderately heavy metal. I'm trying to think of what Black Sabbath or um, you know something else. We've Van done Halen, Iron Maiden, you, yeah, Van Halen. You're talking yeah. moderately metal. So you're, that's Van Halen. That's the definition of Van Halen. That's right. That's moderately actually one of their metal. album titles. Yes. Moderately metal. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Lemon Demon. 
this is a musical band formed by comedian Neil Ciciriga in 2003. Before we even talk about his music, in, in the deep dive, as I was looking for other things and, and think, uh, contributions and things that he'd done, I realized that he's the guy who did that Harry Potter puppet viral video God, that went around maybe 10 years ago or something. And it's, you know, Severus Snape going, Snape, 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 Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Um, there are like a dozen people listening to us right now who know what I'm talking about. And, and then other people kind of like him and who are just laughing their heads off. No, I, I vaguely know what you're talking about. But yeah, one of viral videos always seem to get me late. Like Chocolate Rain didn't hit me until about 2022. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look it up really quick because I'm curious about the Harry Potter puppet. Um, By Potter the way, Chocolate, Chocolate Rain is awesome. Just, just, oh, um, Chocolate Rain is awesome. Yeah, catching up, catching up on viral videos from 2007. Chocolate Rain yeah. is awesome. Uh, 2003. Oh, wow. Uh, so 20 years ago, the mysterious ticking noise video. That's basically the... The one I think everybody's seen, they hear this weird ticking noise. Snipe, snipe, Savarus snipe, 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 Savarus snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, Savarus snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, Savarus snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, snipe, and it acts like a metronome, and Snape starts saying his own name to it, and. uh uh, and then Ron and Hermione and <laughs> Dumbledore <laughs> all start chiming in. So what you're uh, saying is this guy is a a uh, a nerd through and through, through and through. And uh, I want to watch the rest of his his XO festival, XOXO festival. But he 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 looks like you know he looks like one of us. He's like a, he's obviously a guy who's into the same pop culture nerdiness, Lord of the Rings and MCU and. Harry Potter and all that stuff that the rest of us. So, uh, I, I, I think he's he's one of us for sure. Kindred spirit, and uh, we should we, we should invite him to I don't know a Vegas or a, a sure a, a Nertacular sometime if they ever come back to life. Any any of the above. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, two thousand three formed the uh, the the band Lemon Demon, same year that he did the uh, Potter video. And most of the music is performed by Neil. He's the only official member. However, he's put together a full band uh, for live performances. And, and those live members include Alora Lanzalotta, Lanzalotta uh, on bass, Charles uh, Sergio on guitar, Anthony Rye on drums, Dave Kitzberg on guitar and vocals, and Greg Lanzalotta on additional drums. I guess uh, Greg and Alora might be an item. They might be, or brother and sister, yeah. or who knows, yeah. but yeah. Um, before doing Lemon Demon, he had released instrumental music and several remixes on video game music or of video game music under the name under the names Trapezoid or Deporitas <laughs> in the 90s and early 2000s. He was active in the adventure game studio community, and I'm going to plead ignorance. I don't know what that is. I don't either. No idea. Well, uh, we're, really, oh, well, we're really failing our nerd groups here, aren't we? We are, we are. <laughs> but it just now dawned on me that Deportas is an anagram of trapezoid as I was looking at it. Yeah, it is. I didn't pick that up. Until I picked it up when I, I typed it. it. I, that's, oh, I, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It totally makes sense. Um, in 2003, he released the album Clown Circus. I guess we'll say he as opposed to a they, right? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that'd be a good 
Yeah, I think that's probably a good way to phrase it because they play live, he releases albums. Yeah, that, that, that would make sense, right? So it'll be he... Exactly. Uh, the DIY nature of this album is evident. There's something very early dead milk mean mini about this album. We're still in the dark, which only makes it fun to fight. that for sure and um uh i mean it's one of those things where you you've got great musical talent you've got great lyric writing and you've got uh your singing and maybe you don't know quite what levels to mix things at for for release because there's there's places where the vocals are are so low you don't pick up on some of the mm-hmm. really clever uh lyrics that he writes it's it's definitely a hint at what's to come yeah for sure so and i will say uh, before we move on yeah. He's made the first four of his albums available for free from his website. So you go there and you find this weird, very web 1.0 <laughs> FTP folder looking thing. Right. And yeah. you suck them down and they're there. And there are uh, moments of brilliance, moments of hinted at brilliance, and then stuff that is, you could tell it's he's learning. It's a very much of a mixed bag through the first four albums. But you see this this steady growth in songwriting and composition and presentation over the full course of them. So when you get to some of the later albums, it, you can see where it all came from. Yeah, and that's and it's a great, you know what? And if nothing else, it's great listening uh, to kind of lead you into stuff that's available via streaming because those first four are not available yeah. streaming. And uh, his Bandcamp page has all kinds of cool singles and all kinds of other remixes oh, and stuff. So things uh, that aren't released anywhere else. Yeah, probably his band camp yeah. page is super, uh, a super good place to start. That's cool. In 2003, he also released live from the haunted candle shop. And uh, the fact that he pulls inspiration from video games is really clear. Yeah. It also sounds like he would have listened to some ska and some uh, schnauzer radio orchestra. <laughs> Cause there's a lot that, that I, I actually went yeah. back and listened to the schnauzer radio orchestra that, songs for an old-timey arcade or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of similarity between the way they did things. It's just, you know, Snauzers is a little more polished, but I could see the two of them doing a show together. Totally. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of people that we listen to that he would fit really well with. The next year, 2004, Hip to to the Java Bean was released. Uh, Songwriting production picked up with this album. I actually kind of liked a lot of this one. There is more to like on this album for me than not to like on this album. I mean, it's, it's very easy for me to say I enjoyed every album more than the previous one. I feel like his... Songwriting and the instrumentation kind of are always solid throughout. Uh, it's the improvements to his vocals and his mixing, I think, that are that are there are leaps and bounds with every release that he that he does. And it is funny how sometimes he uses his imperfect imperfect voice mm-hmm. to sell the point he's trying to make. Take a stand and claim immunity. 
2005, he released Damn Skippy. Damn this Skippy, album's man. Damn Skippy. This album is a little Don't uneven, but this started new things. Watch yeah, your back. It's time to panic, panic, panic in the city, city, city under fire, fire, fire. This is how to act when robots attack. In 2005, Neil worked with an animator named Sean Villas and released a flash animation for the song The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. This is easily his most uh, popular, most famous song. It has over 12 million views on new grounds and topped the funny five, it's funny five time on Dr. Demento, becoming the number one requested song for 2006. Uh, also in 2006, Dinosaur Orchestra. Uh, this was the first of the albums that felt more produced and less made over the weekend. <laughs> I really feel like he could open for the double clicks or play with the double clicks. Another another great combo. Yeah. Probably one of the one of the tightest comparisons too, because they do that great melding of uh-huh. pop culture and feelings. Yep, <laughs> and exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's the only chance I'll ever get to look so cool. By the way, Dinosaur Orchestra contains the aforementioned ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. 2008, he released View Monster. The production levels increase again, and more songwriting appears to be on display. And also, there's this kind of a, a very wicked sense of humor, kind of a a, a biting, sarcastic. sarcastic sense of humor. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Almost like hidden, hidden social commentary or hidden, like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. bit of a break from releasing the studio albums, but then released in 2011. Uh, I mean, after yearly and by and, and two yearly uh, releases, he released an, a live album, Only Not, I guess it was called Live, <laughs> Only Not. So it, it was a live album, Only Not Live. <laughs> that was a long way to go to say live, Only Not. Yeah. Also in 2011, he released Goosebumps, which sounds like it was inspired by Yaz. Did, did you listen to that? No, I, did you give me that one? And I no, it's it? on his it's on his Bandcamp page. I found it when I was oh. finishing up the notes. Uh, let's take a minute. Go to go to Bandcamp and type in Lemon Demon. I, okay. I so desperately want to hear you respond to that. React. One. You want to hear uh-huh. live live reaction video for yeah. uh, for uh, Goosebumps? All right, one second here, Lemon Demon. All right, so listening to Goosebumps right now. I think I'm in deep trouble. Definitely a Vince Clark feel to this. <laughs> and an early Depeche Mode, Yaz. Mm-hmm. Okay, going to listen to the full thing. 
after the show. I actually today. feel like I actually feel like if you'd heard this song before we recorded, it mm-hmm. would have made your list. I might have put it in my list. I like the first uh, first minute of it for sure. I could easily see uh, a quick swap, a quick replacement. In 2009, he released Almanac 2009, and Neil had released a video in 2010 called Brody Quest on YouTube. It followed actor Adrian Brody as he went about his day. The song was released on MEP in 2014, and it has over 11 million views. How do you how do you email Adrian Brody and pitch this idea to him? See, here's the thing. With Adrian Brody, I don't know what it is about him, and maybe with the exception of a couple comedic things he's done recently. You look at his earlier stuff, like The Pianist especially, I did. I would not have expected Adrian Brody to have a sense of humor. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like an, uh, The Pianist, there was a, an early like Chick Razor commercial, and he just seemed like, all right, this dude takes himself very seriously. Predators movie as like the action hero guy. Was that him? Yes, I think yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Weird casting. Um, yeah, exactly. But the fact, I mean, now I want to see this Adrian Brody video too. <laughs> Jeez, you're giving me so much work to do after we do a soundography. Usually it's before soundography. There's so much, so much work. In 2012, he released a Christmas album called I Am Become Christmas. It was actually an EP. And this was actually, as far as Christmas albums go, that we've been subjected to. This one's right up there with one of my favorites. It's really actually really good. I didn't listen to either because I can't listen to Christmas music before October. I know. Like even I, October is a stretch. But, I, I understand that. There are lots of people I might feel that way. I have to go back. Yeah. When I feel like I'm doing it for work, I, 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 especially with as few albums as we had on this, I think yeah. a, a Christmas EP I could take the time to listen to. And you're a better I, man than me. Yeah. Cause I think I did Shania Twain's, was it Shania Twain's Christmas album? Yeah, we did. No. We mentioned how good that was. Yes, we did, and I did sit through that one. I just couldn't do anymore. No, yeah. and I understand. I don't. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not casting aspersions. No aspersions to be casted. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not reading. I'm not receiving any. So okay. that's good. Uh, also released in 2012, a rap called "Money Dollar Bills." He claims he buys ten dollars subs at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> and this this is for free on Dank Clubs. I go to Subway and get ten foot subs. I bought my dog a diamond ring because I can spend money like it ain't no thing. What you gonna do with those money dollar bills? I'm gonna own a house in the Beverly Hills. What you gonna do with those bags of cash? I'm gonna grow a solid gold. Anyone who wants to laugh a lot, uh, and also this leads into what I'm picking as my cover, go download this for free. It's it's the best free song on Bandcamp, I, I without question. In 2013, he released The Apparate Suite. This is actually really good. This actually might have been one of my favorite songs of the entire week. And I, I'll be honest with you, I forgot if I put it on my list Harry Potter and I'm really great now I don't have to walk cause I can apparate Now I'm a good 
Um, no, but so I should have like a little like a little extra. Yeah, yeah. This and this one. If um, again, if I would have seen this one, I would have realized earlier that he was the Harry Potter puppet guy because it's actually a Harry Potter song with the little Harry Potter puppet that he used in that um, Potter puppet pals. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're working on a tongue twister. You're like it sounds like I'm I'm at a music store testing the viability of a pop filter. <laughs> Or just how good my sibilance is going to be when I edit right. this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's see how edit this one, Hammond. <laughs> let's see how you do. Uh, in 2014, he released the Nature Tapes EP. And in 2015, he released Kubrick and the Beast. It's a 60s organ and surf rock inspired instrumental. And this uh, was a lot of fun to listen to because it's nerdy. It's surfy. Yeah. It's... It's there are moments of brilliance all throughout this guy's stuff, but you can tell he's yeah. kind of settled into what he is, and right. he's getting better at it every time this he is, fires up things. Yeah, this is absolutely a thing that that needs to have a uh, an animated video go along with it. I love this song. Uh, again, it was it was uh, almost uh, one of my one of my picks. So, 2016, he released the album Spirit Phone, and when it was released, it was the top selling album on Bandcamp for the week that it was released. In 2017, Lemon Demon added the track Funky Town to a charity compilation album. The track had only been available to members of his Patreon group. It contains references to songs of the 70s and 80s, including the aforementioned song by Lip Sync. In 20, and we might talk about that in a minute. In 2018, it was announced that cassettes, CDs, and vinyls would be sold of all the prior releases. And under his name... Neil Ciceriga did the soundtrack for Not For Resale, a video game store documentary that came out in 2020. Uh, in 2022, Touchtone surpassed Ultimate Destiny with over 40 million plays on Spotify. I will say, though, that um, I'd kind of like to see that documentary. Uh, the music is kind of cool, too. but I think I'm into seeing that documentary. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's... Uh, I'll look really quick to see if it's streaming, or did you already do that? I didn't. I, I was... Trying to, as you can tell by my spelling, I was trying to wrap these notes up quickly so that we could <laughs> yeah. just be done. Also, I really felt a lot of pressure for next week's show to make sure I had all the notes done so that when I get we get back from Vegas, we mm. can schedule and get that done. For sure, uh, yeah, you can watch uh, Not for Sale free on Canopy. Um, everywhere else, it's rentable for three ninety nine. Oh, Pluto TV. If you don't mind ads, you can watch it on Pluto TV, but. Uh, Canopy with a K is your is your uh, best bet. Okay. Great. There's another item on the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Five items on the to-do list uh, because of this episode of Soundography. Hey, blame, Hammond, before blame. I put any more items on my to-do list, tell me about some statistics and general notes. Well, I'll, I'll, put one more, I'll put one more item on your to-do list, and that's blame <laughs> okay. Audrey. 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. That's, you that's can, the first one. Yeah. I'll, 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 you can just text her and says, you can say it's all your fault that I have to do all this extra work. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. <laughs> uh, so my only real general note is we've covered a lot of the things about his, his nerdiness and all that kind of stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. this guy is clearly very smart. He's clearly very clever. He uses mm-hmm. his awareness and knowledge of pulp culture in kind of unexpected ways. Uh, it's kind of refreshing to see someone thinking left when they could easily go right in this kind of subgenre of music. Oh, for sure. He's kind yeah. of pop toony. He's kind of nerd Corey. Uh, there's all kinds of things he's doing that kind of all kind of play into this kind of nerd world of music. And it would be easy for him to go right on many of these jokes and many of these ideas, but he's forcing himself to go left, which makes it far more interesting for me as a listener. That's a great description, like the going left when you know, when people could expect you to go right. It's it's very much like the Big Bang Theory kind of deal, where you can either be the the person who wants to be the most popular guy in the room because he makes a lot of references to pop, pop culture things that he knows everybody loves, or you could be the guy who loves this pop culture stuff and it just bleeds through in the stuff you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's it's refreshing, and I really enjoyed it. It, It's it was, I can't say this too loudly, but I really enjoyed this week. (laughs) You don't want you don't want uh, your daughter to know. No, I don't. I don't want to know because if if she finds out I liked it as much as I did, I'm never ever going to not listen to it in the car. Uh, Yeah, Uh, she'll have to start driving. You won't have any excuse. Yeah, she'll have to start driving sooner just so I can avoid, so I can make my own music. Oh, funny. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about Stairway to Heaven songs. This might be one of the easiest Stairway to Heaven songs that we've ever done here on Soundography. Yeah. Uh, Hammond, what, what are our choices? <laughs> I think it's Ultimate Destiny. I don't think there's any question uh, that it's Ultimate Destiny. We can make it back to the Batcave. Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave and took an AK-47 out from under his hat. Blew Batman away with a rat-a-tat-tat, but he ran out of bullets and he ran away because Optimus Prime came to save the day. This is the ultimate showdown. whatsoever. Yes, yeah, number one song. Um, there's really only 14 concert appearances uh, listed here. And oddly enough, uh, 13 times he's done the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny, which means he probably did a show before he did that song. And then ever <laughs> since then, uh, ever since then, it's it's always been on the set list. Yeah. Rounding out the top 10, action movie hero boy, fine, Ode to Crayola. White Bread Boyfriend, I've Got Some Falling to Do. I love that song. Pumpkin Pie, on a throne made of pumpkin pie. Stick Stickly, Subtle Oddities, and Marketland, uh, wrapping up the, the 10. And if those titles don't make you realize what this guy's all about, then uh, yeah. you're, you're, missing, you're missing a lot of fun. Exactly. If this, yeah, exactly. Uh, I do like one of his most, his most popular cover in concert is the Bill Nye, the science guy theme, (laughs) a cover of the song by Mike Green. Uh, He also covers the Pokemon theme. Uh, This is Halloween by Danny Elfman. Teardrop by Massive Attack. One of a more serious. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Rock the Casbah by The Clash. (laughs) Okay. I'm really curious to see some. One more, one more piece of homework. Yeah, nope, that one I'm not going to search out. I just can't do it. All right, uh, speaking of covers, we uh, take this part of the show and talk about who we would like to hear this artist do a cover of if if uh, we had to assign one to them. 
And I'm going to go first and I'm going to go full wheelhouse. Like normally I think, all right, what, what would be a little bit of a stretch for the band or what would be a direction that would surprise people? Uh, that sort of thing. I'm going to go full wheelhouse and say, because uh, it kind of even surprises me that if, if he hasn't done a cover of this already, but the Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic uh, song, which in and of itself, it's, a, it's an original Weird Al Yankovic that is an homage to Devo. And I, at the intersection of Weird Al and Devo, uh, Lemon Demon has a, uh, uh, a tiny house. <laughs> no, a lemonade stand. A lemonade stand, a lemonade demonade stand. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I feel like, you know, for one of these, I'm finally going to say, let's just pick something that that would be so easy they could probably cover it in their sleep or yeah. in his sleep, yeah. and that's uh, uh, dare to be stupid. Hammond, what you, what do you what have you got? Okay, so for the first time in the history of this show, 152 prime episodes, mm-hmm. I'm breaking a rule. Oh, I'm not picking a cover. Okay. I'm saying he forms an original supergroup. I want Lemon Demon, MC Lars, Surfront a lot, I Fight Dragons, all to pile into a room and write a sprawling concept album based on the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> on the Canterbury Tales. Okay, that's an interesting poll. Why why Canterbury Tales? <laughs> because there's a lot of different rhyme patterns in there, so everybody could have the a chance to stretch their own voice. Oh, but also the whole gotcha. Ren Fair okay. nerd aspect of the Canterbury Tales. Oh. So sure. you're you're getting into LARPing, you're getting into Ren Fair, you're getting into dressing up as, you know, knights and, you know, doing the whole armor battles. And it's nerding on a level I don't I don't feel comfortable getting into. However, yeah. I think this would do gangbusters because of the crossover between the performers and the topic. It's uh I mean, you were talking about it's like saying I'd like a supergroup made up of the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, <laughs> Bob Dylan, and Led Zeppelin. That was the movie the band did, The Last Waltz. It kind of was. Yeah, really, really close to yeah, that. Like yeah. basically every big person in the. Uh, um, yeah, so this would be the yeah, last the Canterbury, and it would be a concert, sprawling concert concept thing of all the, the this particular genre. We could throw in MC Chris if we wanted to. He'd be, he'd be a good addition. They might be giants. Yeah, that would be, oh, that'd be yeah. the thing that gets the mainstream attention. For sure. Finally, finally, somebody put them on the map. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that. <laughs> and, and the way to, you know, if you're going to break the rule, this is the way to do it yeah. as opposed to yeah. the whole season of Eye in the Sky. <laughs> By the way, how do you think you would do with a cover of Eye in the oh, Sky? Oh, I think it'd be great. I, I think there would be something uh, childlike and hopeful about it. Not childish, yeah. but there'd be this like right. childlike, childlike optimism that he'd so into it just by the way he does things. Mm-hmm. But like yep. a Sesame Street cover of I in the Sky. <laughs> right. With little, oh, toy, toy instruments. Yeah. It's like cool. the sing a song version of I in the Sky. Yep. yep. I love it. See, now you're enabling, right. now you're enabling me. And I, think- I know, I know. And I, I promised myself <laughs> I would never do it. Uh, all right. Let's get to our uh, playlist. five or six songs um, aside from a greatest hits album, which he doesn't have surprisingly and all this stuff. He really doesn't have a greatest hits album, but that you could listen to and really get a feel for the artist. And you basically couple this with ultimate destiny and have like the perfect uh, lemon demon playlist. 
I'm going to start with what turned out to be a bookend, which will make itself much more clear later on. A song from one of his more recent albums, Spirit Phone, and it's called Angel Fire. This is an instrumental. I, I like his instrumentals a lot. I feel like he's got great a great mind for um, making a very hook-laden instrumental. And this feels like um, awesome 80s video game music, uh, except not super chiptune-y, but like well-produced. And yeah. it's great. That's the thing that, it, it, it's interesting. I hear elements of chiptune early on, but as he's mm-hmm. progressed, I hear less and less chiptune, but you still have the DNA of it in the way he does things. Yes. And, and even it's used as a spice as opposed to the main yeah. ingredient. Yeah. Um, you get, you get it occasionally with stuff. It's a, it's uh, the, it's the shallots. Yeah. Of yeah. the meal instead of the meal. Um, going to an earlier one for my number two, which is uh, from the haunted candle, sh- candle shop. It's called Oz explodes. Of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. The square and root on the surface, I'm thinking, all right, you know, I'm listening to the albums, and and uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm realizing that I'm listening to the actual script from the Wizard of Oz, where the wizard is giving the Tin Man. Uh, the diploma, and the Tin Man is saying, "Oh, the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the blah blah blah." And thinking, "Oh my God, he's taken <laughs> he's taken the script from Wizard of Oz and turned it into a song, which is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, very very clever, uh, clever pull for him, and and to just make it that one moment and do a song about it, I think it's hilarious. Speaking of hilarious, another one from Spirit Phone. This one, um, I swapped out another another song I had in there after hearing this one again because it um, it completely hooked me. The song is Redesign Your Logo, and it's also from the Spirit Phone album. Future. Color makes us hungry. It's like reading a brochure from a 90s web company. And the video, there's a video that goes along with it that I guess he probably played on the screen behind him while he was performing the song. But it it feels like one of those Learn Excel 90s videos where you've got some dude who's going to explain how to how to use Microsoft Excel. It's it's great. I love it. Uh number 4 is one that I had in my library and um uh, I don't know where I got it and what it came from, but it's a cover of the Beatles' While My Guitar Gently Weeps, but it's called While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Gently weeps. <laughs> 
It's got um, electronicized vocals. This was my first ever introduction to Lemon Demon. Um, and it and it remained my only connection to Lemon Demon for a long time until doing this episode. But it's easily my favorite thing that he's done um, while my guitar or guitar gently weeps. And then the aforementioned Funky Town, which was a brand new single he released this year. I, you know, immediately saw the title. And I thought, oh my God, he's doing a cover of the Lip Sync slash Pseudo Echo song. Um, and it's it's not a cover, but like we talked about, it references uh, that song among others. And uh, I love, believe me, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, a nerd for songs that reference other songs. I made a list somewhere of, of songs that reference other songs. to give you after the show's over. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You think they're not on my list? Oh, I know they're not on your list. Okay. Because they're probably Dream Theater? No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> but I know they're not on your list. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right, Hammond, uh, you're up. What are your What are your songs? All right. So my first one is The NeverEnding Hum from Dinosaur Orchestra. And this is just a quirky, fun little tune. Given person that you happen to see, the rest of creature, or more specifically, a critter hiding and sitting in the churning, boiling philosophical pot of self-aware chowder that we call thought. And an armadillo and kiss makeup was probably my favorite lyric of the last five years. Cool. Uh, and then I picked uh, Indie Cindy and the Lo-Fi Lullabies from Dinosaur Orchestra. Indie Cindy and the Lo-Fi Lullabies released her first LP entitled Moe's Way to the private I feel like this is like the Lemon Demon version of Sergeant Pepper's. Really? Now, how did this one get by me? I, I don't know. Because it's not obviously not a cover cover, but no, no, it's no. a but it's it's but it's done in the same way. Well, it's kind of the same feeling where they're introducing the band and they're talking about what they've done. And okay, it's very Sergeant Pepper's in its uh, overall right. construction. One more item on the to do list. <laughs> then I picked Amnesia was her name from View Monster. <laughs> The, the the lyrics are hysterical and the title is awesome. This would have been in my list had you not grabbed it first. And I'm glad you did grab it first because I'm really happy with the five yeah, that I, I pulled, say it made but, room for uh, yours. <laughs> yes, exactly. It still gives me the chance to to give a hundred percent. Say, yeah. oh, hundred percent, great choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then my next one, number four, is Jaws from Nature Tapes. Now, this is the story of Jaws in a jaunty little chip tune. Jaws, the 
shark Lurking in the dark In the depths of the sea One day on a lark Decides to get rowdy Get real violent Takes a vacay Up to Amity Island Sunshine, lotion Fun in the sun Blood in the ocean Everybody run Cause it's crazy How few fucks This shark gives He'll eat naked ladies He'll eat little kids Oh no <laughs> I missed this one too. Wow. Okay. And again, I need to, uh, uh, I'm going to have to listen to this one too. Damn it. And then my last one I picked is GeoCities from uh, Spirit Phone because it rung uh, a, a sentimental, waxing, nostalgic bell for me for everyone who owned a GeoCities website. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of the fun bookends thing is that uh, two of the instrumentals on Spirit Phone, um, one Angel Fire, yep. which was another yep. <laughs> another web host thing you like this, and GeoCities that you and I each picked one of those, and yeah. again, great choice on this one, and completely unplanned, especially not only that we yeah. didn't pick them, but the order in which we put them. The fact that we began one episode or one list with one and ended the other list with another, yeah. I think, is hilarious. And really speaks it, like it speaks volumes about who um, uh, Lemon Demon is and yeah. and why his stuff is so is so pertinent to folks like you and me of a certain age. Yeah, it, it is. But he clearly is. He, I mean, he looks younger than we are. But oh, I don't he know, totally does. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's just aged better than we have. I don't. It's <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly possible. Yeah, yeah. likely yeah. is probably the better way of putting it. <laughs> cool. Well, Lemon Demon. Uh, achieved, except for the seven items that I have to do now that I've listened to Lemon Demon. Um, very good. Uh, let's talk about our next episode. It's going to be a sponsored episode, and it's one I'm actually, another one I'm really looking forward to, Chumbawamba. Um, you're probably thinking, Chumbawamba? You mean they did more than just that one song? Yeah, yeah they, they, did they did a lot more it, than uh, just that one song. A whole crap ton more. I just finished the notes, yeah. and uh, there's a whole story arc to the world of Chumbawamba. There is. And they've got, um, you know, as uh, as involved a a mind as anything from like Midnight Oil or Bob yep. Dylan or, you know, like there's there's some, yes. again, speaking of social commentary, there's social commentary there yeah. as well. Yeah, they, so they are, uh, as I was doing the work, uh, up to Tub Thumper, I kept thinking, these can't be these guys. This is not the band right. that did this. Right. And then yeah. I get to that album and it feels like something that, you know, some party Sugar Ray album for that one song. And <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell happened? And then they go back Every into their morning, stuff and it's the most bizarre outlier of a song I think we've ever heard in the history of our show. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things like we were talking about with um, uh, movies on FilmSec, where there are these movies that halfway through the movie, Boom, it turns into something yeah. completely different. Well, SLC uh, Punk is a great example of that. SLC Punk is a humorous comedy about a punk rock oh, yeah. group in the about punk rock scene in the 90s in Salt Lake. And all of a sudden everyone dies. Until it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the from dusk till dawn yeah. of uh of Salt Lake City <laughs> punk rock movies. <laughs> Very much so, yes. Yeah. All right. Very good. So that's going to be our but, next but episode. But the thing about Listen this is, it, it was a yeah. it was a sponsored episode as a birthday gift. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah, we'll talk more about that uh, in our next episode. But yeah, this is like uh, the generosity of uh, of uh, somebody's spouse to get this yeah. for them as a as a birthday present. I think it's awesome. Yep. All right. Well. Let's get to our closing stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, please email us, soundographypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I think we're still there. Uh, at the soundography, of course, we're still there. We don't and have never had a blue check mark, so we don't care about blue check marks there. Uh, soundography.com is our website. Of course, you'll find every episode we've ever done of the show right there. You can listen to them all, and you can look through the show notes, which include... A link to a playlist, our playlists on Spotify, links to where you can buy the songs on Amazon, and a link to Patreon. So if you want to support the show, uh, and of course, please do support the show, um, you get extra content and all sorts of goodies over there at patreon.com slash soundography. Of course, if you love the show, leave us a review wherever you get your shows. Uh, if you don't like the show, send us an email and let us know what we could do better. And uh, we'll always, we will read every piece of email that uh, you send in. Um, I think that's it. Hammond, anything to close us out on uh, on Lemon Demon? No. Uh, he just proves, though, that when Lemon Demon gets knocked down, he does get up again. <laughs> There's a nice segue. Well, it's like a segue to our next episode, Hammond. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Well, on behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brian Abitz saying thanks for listening to Soundography. We'll see you right here next time on Soundography. Again, with the Soundography. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>